You know, we see in a lot of the comments in the videos we do where um, a lot of people say, oh, why don't you review this or why don't you check out that or whatever. And I mean, I mean yeah, I agree. There's like about a thousand million things we could probably take a look at, yep. <laughs> you know, yep. but, uh, you know, I think we should probably talk about that because like the one thing that we, we've said before is that we're not reviewers. Like we're not, you know, we're a manufacturer of headphones, right? That's our, that's our, that's what we do here. And so the whole premise has been over time as well. We'll leave the reviewing up to people who do the reviews. Yeah. And that, of course, is a very intentional decision. And I think at some point it gets lost on people because we do things that kind of look like reviews, but we are a manufacturer. So we assume that the viewer is going to assume that we're biased towards our product. So it sort of creates a, a difficult situation, right? We don't really want to talk positively about our product because, well, naturally people are going to assume we're biased either way. So what value does it have? Well, it sounds like marketing at some point, right? Yeah, you, it's just marketing. You cross the line we're trying to and, But, you know, and hey, I mean, we, we are the company. We can't. It's hard to avoid not being who it's a hard to tr it's hard to not be who you are, you know, to well, say, yeah, well, right. you know, don't talk about your stuff. Well, that's what we do here. I mean, we're, we're about we're about the hobby, but our stuff is a big part of our hobby. Not so, only that, in like the semi reviews we did, you could say, um, you realize how hard it is to review stuff. When you watch other people review stuff, yeah. it seems like, oh, that's so anybody can be a reviewer. They're better right? than us. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've had, I know, like, we tend sometimes when we review, we talked about some of the gear, we had DMS join us. Right. You know, I forget who he swapped out for a while. I don't know, you were, yeah. I forget, but, the, or places. me even, right, at some yeah. points. But at some point, we always found that he was better at kind of talking about the product itself, where, I don't know, we focus at completely different things right. when mm -hmm. we talk about it, you know? And it could be just about anything, but we tend to focus on different things. Than There's definitely discussion here, um, because this is definitely not well understood, and I could entirely see the reasons. We come from a manufacturing perspective. We're primarily looking at stuff that we expect our customers are going to want to use or to actually use in practice with our gear. And naturally, this is a bit of a complicated one, like everything, because we want the gear to be as affordable as possible because we're going to then, presumably, if it's good and works with our gear, make recommendations for people to purchase it to use with our stuff. So ideally, we want the best stuff for the lowest price, of course. However, we also are manufacturing very high-end headphones. So it tends to be that a lot of people actually want high-end gear to go with it. They want it to be matched in price. They don't even want to buy cheap gear. And they also have very high preferences. They have high expectations. And they want it to be spectacular, not just very good. So we kind of sort of push past the point of diminishing returns in a lot of ways. And I think that creates, uh, to some degree, of a, a perception that uh, only the expensive stuff is good, because we don't review cheap stuff, really. But that's not the case at all. There's plenty of low-cost stuff that we like. It's just not really that well-suited for our headphones. And so as a result, we don't have extensive experience. Yeah, I mean, technically, if you look at the marketplace, a majority of the market is lower end stuff. Of course. Well, yeah. That's the majority, you know. You I get mean, a whole pyramid situation. Yeah. But right. the real <laughs> kicker here, I think, is we don't talk about these things. We don't review these low price point products, not because they're junk, but because other people do it better. Yeah. And I mean, they're better <laughs> suited for it. And, and they're also they're also using it with headphones and stuff that are made that make more sense to, to, yeah. to match with it you're not you know you're not matching four or five thousand dollar headphones with two hundred dollar amplifiers you could and but vice it's not and yeah, vice versa that realistic for most you know? people 
Yeah, I mean, it's just the way it is. It's that's the that's kind of the way the market is. You know. Well, I think I think the big thing is is perspective because like reviewers have a reviewer perspective, I guess you can say. I, I was thinking like like automotive journalists and stuff, same kind of thing. Like they don't care how the car is made, right? They're just re- so they don't have that analytical. They're looking for like every detail kind of thing. They just drive the car, right? So a lot of it's times kind of they a don't even really. Right. A lot of reviewers don't care about the why either right. why it's designed like this they're not concerned you see this all the time people saying oh why did they do what they do this they're typically yelling at the manufacturer saying they should have done it this way or that way and of course they never know the whys and i well, think they're not engineers and yeah. they, they don't make cars for a living so right. yeah and it makes sense that they wouldn't know but there's value but, in that but they extent. but they understand what they're experiencing right. that's yep. why it's a different perspective right that's why when we look at stuff it's different because you're looking at how it was built and all yeah. that why well, they built it like that. I think I personally struggle to be very critical of low-cost goods like a lot of reviewers are because I look at them and I understand a fair bit of the compromises. I understand why they did it. I'm not yelling. I'm saying, oh, it should have done this. It should have done that because I understand. Yeah, you're giving a break on all more. different fronts because you understand right. why it's hard. it looks like or acts like or sounds like it is. Because, right. right you, you get it. You get it from a perspective of you're trying to hit a certain price point. And you're not going bonsai on on the design of it or the manufacturing of it. You can't, because otherwise a $500 amp will be a $5,000 amp before you know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that you is know? the other problem. Yeah. I mean, the chassis alone in some of these amplifiers is expensive to make. You know, I mean, and that's what people are paying for. But the bottom line is, you can't. You know, a prime example would be like some companies like Shit, where they, you know, it's a folded metal chassis, right? It's right. very simple to make, and um, you know, it's simple to make. Very low cost. Yeah, and smart. that doesn't mean that it's bad. It's still a nice box. You know, they make plenty of gear that obviously is very well received. It's pretty good value for the money, right? right? People like it. That's not a bad thing, but they typically aren't going to pair with our gear just because consumers, often enough, don't really legitimately want to spend a few hundred dollars on an amplifier to go with a few thousand dollar iPhone. Well, the Sonic traits. Which is curious. Sonic traits aside. Of course, but they literally, oddly enough, can... People don't really see this a lot of times, but people, yeah. you could tell them, hey, buy this for $200. If they're buying a $5,000 headphone, they probably don't even want to spend $200. They want to spend right. more, right. which is curious. You're, but almost, that's the you're almost insulting the customer at that point who's at the higher end because he's like, well, because what, I can't first, afford it or something. Well, that, yeah. that, you think about it because I've talked to thousands, tens of thousands of customers over the phone. And, you know, sometimes you say, well, you know, I mean, it depends on the customer too, right? But you got a guy that's been in it for a while, this audio scene, whatever it might be, or cars or yeah. whatever, right? It's all the same. And you recommend something like cheap to them, and they're looking at you funny. They're mm-hmm. like, well, maybe he doesn't know what he's talking about because, you know, I know that ain't going to work for me because I've already had that kind of stuff before. Yes. This is what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. So you actually get, you get questioned. You're, you know, you get questioned as to whether you're being accurate in your recommendation. Because, well, yeah. It, it kind of reminds me know, of uh, uh, Mike from uh, Woo. He always says, you know, it's like you get this ex- exotic sports car and then you just put cheap tires on it, you know, defeating yeah. the purpose, right, kind of situation. Yeah, you're not going to get a Ferrari and put, uh, you know, all-season uh, touring radials on it. You know, it's just that's not what the car was made to do. And if you do, why'd you get a Ferrari? Mm. And that's kind of the way it works in audio. Well, that's a complicated you know? thing, though, because some people buy a Ferrari for the image. And in that perspective, it wouldn't matter what tires were on it. The round they hold air, the car drives. True. So, I <laughs> if guess you're just going 20 miles an hour down the main street, yeah, you know? never cornering. Right. Yeah. The point is, it's very hard to understand the perception of value that the customer has. So, I think from our perspective, it's very hard for us to make 
recommendations um, for gear that our customers don't typically use. And there's a combination of reasons for that, but that's just the reality. And it tends to mean that low price points get neglected. And you know, and it's not that we don't try the stuff. Like, you know, we, we regularly get stuff through here. Um, JDS Labs comes to mind. Mm. They make some nice stuff. Oh, it's awesome. thousand dollar yeah. range, big knob on mm-hmm. top. And it's nice stuff. And you know, if you're starting out with like a Diana V2 and you have nothing, those, that's great. It's a U.S. company. Yeah, yeah go buy an here. element too. They're sick. Yeah, it's great stuff. But, you know, again, we don't really – and I th- we might have had it on a channel before. I don't recall. I think we've had it here. Mm. But, we've, but we've tried it. It's been through our – we use it. Uh, we talk to people. If they if that's where people are, where they're like, you know, or I they can't afford the electronics. It. Or they already have Yeah, right. You know, that's what we tell them to get. Right. So it's not that we are avoiding it. We're not avoiding these products. We're aware of them. And with the right customer, that that's what they want to shoot for, we point right to it. Well, of course, <laughs> you know? yeah. Or at least give them a short list of stuff like that. We don't make know? money on it either way, so <laughs> yeah, it doesn't right, matter, right? right. Yeah, yeah I ran into that in right. uh, Can Jam New York a few years ago. Told someone, he's like, well, I'm going to get a better amp eventually. But right now, I just bought a new you know, $5,000 headphone and a little strap for cash. So I'm like, all right. So I told him to get uh, the new, at the time it was new, the uh, Spark, uh, mm. Liquid oh, Spark. Yeah. I'm like, right. just get that. Cavelli design. It'll be fine. It'll be $100 or whatever. And then just upgrade in a few months or whatever. Yep. And he's like, that was a good suggestion. Like, I, I saw him talk about it a few weeks later. He's like, that was a good suggestion. Yeah, yeah I mean. Get you going. You right. Know? And there's a, there's a lot of nice stuff down at that end that's, you know, that was a, that's well-designed. Or at least well engineered and and sounds good. I mean, that's kind of what you're after, and it, that's the problem. You know, when you start getting into that that lower end range, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't sound good with our stuff. Mm-hmm. So you can't just say to people, "Well, you know, just get anything." It's not. That's not what we can do because now it makes us look bad. It makes our products look bad, and they're they're the products getting blamed for the electronics or the ancillary gear. And Unfortunately, that's common. And it's, you know, again, we bring it back to the Ferrari. If you put really soft tires on it, and, and the customer's been watching reviews of these guys going around a track at 200 miles an hour, right? Well, you, be put, hard you put the wrong tires on it, <laughs> right? And now you're going, oh, this car sucks. It doesn't corner like I thought it would. All these reviewers said it's great. Well, yeah, because you got the wrong tires on. And it's the same right. kind of thing. It's interesting, you know? but very similar in pretty much every aspect. That's a fair enough analogy. Um, you occasionally see people comparing two cars that are in different classes. And to some extent, it's the same thing here. They'll compare an economy car to a sports car. And people will compare it in braking, acceleration, cornering, whatever. And the viewer, more often than not, fails to take into account the differences because they don't have the information. They don't consider it. They consider what's presented to them more often than not. It's only really the heavily experienced people that really consider well, what were the track conditions? What was the temperature? What was the humidity? What tires were on the car? What condition were the tires in? How many miles yeah, have they done? And that's what comes with experience because you can read between the lines. Like, yep. you know, the things that aren't said in a review mm-hmm. are assumed. Well, they're assumed both ways, really. Well, yeah. The inexperience it's which way you would assume, to yeah, assume right, yeah. <laughs> is basically left to a coin toss. Mm-hmm. And the experience go, you know, they already get it. They smooth over those missing mm-hmm. pieces because they already know just like probably the experienced reviewer right. will avoid saying these minor details because they already know and they kind of overlook it because it's known but to the inexperienced you know this this is a question mark they're like well you know does he know what he's talking about or you know blah 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 because he he doesn't know so i could see where you could misconstrue a review easily 
Oh, yeah. Um, Either way, because you just don't know. Well, that's why you can just, a lot of reviewers now seem to just cover all their bases, it's particularly with like automotive reviews. Yeah, they're like, you see right, more. We, we put new tires on, they're this brand, yeah. it's, there was this weather outside, you know, so you know right, right out of the gates. Where well, it's been more common now, especially yeah. with electric vehicles, people comparing everything to like the Model S Plaid or something. People, you always see people in the comments fighting over, well, what was the state of charge and the yeah. battery temperature and the conditions and stuff. And honestly, it is a fair point because if you're going out of your way to make something look bad, you can. Well, yeah, it's easy. Right. If you don't talk about these things, you can make something look bad. It's real easy. And from our perspective, we're making headphones, high-end headphones. And I don't think, I honestly don't think we're trying to sell our viewers headphones. I think we're trying to inform them and hope that maybe if this works for them, if they like the product, they'll make a decision to purchase it. Right, but we're honestly not trying to sell it. From well, as we're informing right? them about we're everything, inform them about things. Well, as we're informing them about what would surround a headphone like this in terms of gear and stuff yeah. like that, and by all means, you can substitute an Abyss headphone for any other manufacturers of that course. are in this space, right. yeah. and you'll probably wind up with the similar results because a good amp, a really good amp, would probably work well with any really good headphone, you know. Yeah. And then, yeah. then, it, but then again, as we talked about in the past, it boils down to what your tastes are. Now you get into subtleties. Right. You know, and that's that's where multiple experienced reviews might be able to help you. But really, as we said in the past, you gotta hear it for yourself. It gets to that when you get to that level, right? Yeah. Where you've already tried all this other stuff and now you're super finicky because you know exactly what you want. And when you hear it, you'll buy it. Right. That's that's the hardest part. But you know? you, yeah, after reading enough reviews, you narrow it down. So then you only need to listen to a few things. That's the key. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you, that's you don't want to listen to everything. Yeah, and that's. I mean, and reviewers help with that a lot, as do you know. But it's nothing like an in-person. And we covered this before. But yeah, you know, there, that's the problem, though. Like you always say, it's a complicated answer because there isn't any one answer. It's not simple. It's not like oh, I'm just going to pick black and call right. it a day. It doesn't work like that. You it know. is incredibly complicated because of how nuanced it is, because of how personal audio can be. And I think for us especially, um, I think I speak for all of us when I say none of us want somebody to buy one of our headphones and be disappointed, to not like it. Well, that's, that's the, the worst case. We're not trying to just sell it, right? Yeah. You, From my perspective, that's about the worst thing that could happen. You buy it and you don't like it. Not because you don't like the product, but because you purchased the headphone mistakenly, right? So somewhere along the way, you got misinformed by someone or whatever, led to believe that this was what you wanted. Well, and that might, mainly what occurs is you slipped it into a situation where it wasn't designed to be. The system sure. isn't appropriate. You know, a dealer or, or one of your friends or somebody says, oh, it'll work with that, no problem. Mm. You know, and it doesn't. And it's always, that's the problem is you're dealing with it when you're at this level, just like the car analogy with tires, it's a system. Or just like with the electric cars with how charge level is, the tires sure. you're using, the track conditions, the temperature. Those are subtleties that matter in the end. And if you ignore them, then you're playing, you shouldn't be playing with the high-end stuff because you can't ignore them. That's not, that's not what this is about. You know, well, you they become to, more critical. Well, yeah, well, like, they're more that, important. That's usually the difference. All those subtleties are the differences between the, the higher-end stuff right. usually. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's an overall system. And, um, you know, the guys who have been in a long time know all about this. We're preaching to the choir there. But for people that are upcoming, just, you know, it's a, it's a constant progression of improvement on something that, that ultimately fits you. And that's what you're after. That's it's the point. You. 
Well, you know? and moreover, where you are at the time, what you're interested in doing, where you want to be. Because it could be that in 20 years, a Ferrari or something, a hypercar of some sort, is exactly what you're looking for. But do you want to drive it to the grocery store every day necessarily? Do you have space to store three, four, five cars? Is it good to Can throw kids the in the back? <laughs> right. So it's like all these factors matter. And it, it's not to say that it makes it a bad car or something like that, that it's not well suited for these things, but it has use cases. And if you are using it in the design use cases, maybe it's spectacular and the best thing money can buy. But there's plenty of people that it's not for. So, yeah, it really is a, a situation where you got to be ideally informed and understand what you're getting into to make sure – it's the thing for you. Well, that's why, like, you know, when we when we look at reviewers and reviews and all that stuff and you look at it, and for all of the reasons above, um, you've, got to, you've got to understand their perspective, where they're coming from, too, whether it be, whether they're being, you know, negative about something or positive about something or both. Um, you know, you've got to understand their perspective. You really do. And if uh, without that, then you just don't know what direction that whole thing's going in. And it's the same with talking to your best friends about making recommendations of buying something. What do they, sure. what do they like in coffee? Well, yeah. right? you know, what do you like? Well, that doesn't mean you're going to like the coffee they drink. You know, some people think Starbucks is great, which it's fine. Mm-hmm. And then other people think that, uh, you know, you'd be better off going to Dunkin' Donuts because oh. <laughs> it's cheaper. Which it is, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it tastes just fine, too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like it's funny when you think about it, but um, – and, you know, I think even with coffee, people spend a lot of money on coffee on an mm. annual basis. You add up how many coffee oh, you yeah. buy in here. That's <laughs> a lot, yeah. That's a lot of money. It's well, not, it's, it's not it's chump a, it's change. It's a reoccurring daily expenditure. Yeah. You're talking thousands of dollars a year. <laughs> you coffee. can replace your coffee habit with a headphone habit. Uh, yeah, there you well, go. Some people yeah. probably, some do, people yeah. probably yeah. do, yeah. Maybe just do both. Yeah. Oh. Well, as we found out, you got to brew your own. Mm, you know? Well. <laughs> but, yeah, a Ferrari did cover all their bases now, and they have an SUV, so, ooh practical yeah but <laughs> if you're the type of person that drives across Kids the country it's practical right it's yeah. really not though because you can't take it to a chevy dealer in the middle of america and well, get it okay. fixed more practical if you're yeah. driving it from new york to california every weekend it's a horrible vehicle. well probably because they saw porsche has been so successful with the macan mm-hmm. you know yeah. and uh we well, could only sell so many high-end sports cars that's yeah but i gotta admit i mean when you get used to cars like this they are nice you know mm-hmm. and especially if you can put the family in it and still enjoy driving it. Like to me, that's it. To me, I mean, now that you guys have grown up, yeah, obviously right. this isn't an issue. But right. you know that that was the hardest thing was being able to afford something that mm-hmm. you like to drive that you could put the family in, and that your wife like doesn't mm-hmm. mind being in it or driving it either. Right. And none of those fit with a sports car. Almost none of those things can you put into a sports car. Not really. <laughs> but if you can get enough sportiness out of a vehicle that supports those other things. Mm-hmm. It's good enough for the man mm. <laughs> or the enthusiast or whoever. Mm. The, you know what I'm saying? Okay, mm. I'll have my fun car. I got my two-door, right, my two-seater for fun. But when I'm taking a family out, I don't mind driving this thing. It's not a, it's not an Astro van, right? right? <laughs> it's not a chore. <laughs> yeah, right. right. It's not like, oh, my God, yeah. do I have to drive it? So you could see the, you know, where, you know, it's, it's, it's and then a lot. that's why a lot of people have different headphones, too, and systems. Too. Yeah. It's the same deal. You know, not everyone has a huge two-channel system in every room of the house. Some well, people are good with a Bluetooth speaker in, in the basement or the garage, right? Well, they yeah. put their shit in the garage, but in their listening room, they got the nice stuff. So, you know, and it's and the shit's good enough. It's probably something that they got tired of years ago, but it's working. Oh, it got handed down to a lesser role. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. Or somebody, they inherited it from somebody else. Says, I don't need this anymore, one of the <laughs> kids. But, but the point is, is, yeah, you know, you could see where how things change as you get older. And um, 
And that's kind of the way the, the, this hobby is, too. You know, a lot of us are getting older. Everyone's getting older. Oh, that's right. that's <laughs> Everyone's correct. always getting Correction. older. Correction. Right. right. We're all getting older mm-hmm. all the time. That's right. Yes. In fact, right now, we all just got older. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wait. Right now, we all got older. Oh, really? Yep. Problem is, yeah, huh. that uh, keeps coming. Wait. It happened again. <laughs> Dang. All right. Well, I give up. We can't we gotta, stop. We've got to work on trying to stop that. <laughs> yeah. So on that note, um, anyway, you know, if you have questions on systems, we're always here for you. Email us. Call us. You know, go to a show. Talk to us at Can Jam New York. Show. Yeah, we'll be in Can Jam next month. Uh, I don't know. It's like the third weekend of the month or whatever. Something like that. And yeah. just look up Can Jam, CanJam.org or whatever. But just search Can Jam 2023 New York City, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll be there. So take care, everyone. Thanks for watching our blabber. Thumbs us up. <laughs>